and welcome, welcome again to the Conversation with Leaders. My name is Sharon Johnson, your host, and oh, I always get excited for these moments because this vision of the conversation is to help people really find a platform where they can just learn from global leaders. And the opportunity that I get in this is to invite all these very important people to have the conversation. See, at Comtivate, we have one focus, and that is to help leaders and other individuals maximize their God-given potential, enhance and add value to the lives of others. That's what I do, and that's what I want this conversation to be, that you can listen to it and you can walk away feeling so just energized and enlightened because the speaker that you hear from have changed your life. So welcome to the conversation. And then I get all excited because I have this special guest. Listen, folks, today I have this amazing leader with me. This guy has been around the world. He's talked to leaders everywhere. He's running a business. He's just changing the lives of people. I'm not going to tell you where he's from because I'm going to let you tell you. But what I know, what you're going to hear from my very special guest today is exactly what leadership is not because he knows the content of leadership, because he is a leader, he's lived the life of a leader and knows exactly what to share with us today. So I am so excited to invite you to my special guest, Mr. Robin Lewis, and he's from, he's gonna tell you, but Robin, thank you so much for joining me in the conversation, for making the vision come alive. What I do here at Comptivate is changing lives and I can't do it by myself. It's people like you, Robin, who have actually stepped into my life in my early stages of leadership and has continued to replicate that of a leader, that people like you I admire and then I get to be blessed to have you on this conversation. So I'll let you just tell everyone about you. Thank you again. Welcome to the show, Robin. Thank you, Sharon. Um, before I do, I must tell you that uh, I'm really proud of you and what you are doing. Uh, like you said, I've seen you, I've seen you from a distance and uh, seeing the progress that you've made and seeing the difference that you're making in people's lives. And um, I'm really proud of you. I'm, I'm, I'm actually honored to be a part of what you're doing. I'm honored to be a part of your program today and to share with your listeners. And my goal is to, is to add value. I want to come alongside you and um, add value to your listeners. So thank you for having me. Um, it's good to be here. Um, just a little bit about myself. You know, I, I, um, and that guy I, I, I grew up wasn't wasn't the most attractive guy, um, you know, short, Sharon, fat, had a big chip on my front tooth, and uh, my dad parted my hair somewhat in the middle, and so I had two big puffs of hair on either side, and I got called all kind of names, you know, King Toby and Stumble, and um, you know, uh, when 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 I got to that age where I was interested in girls, the girls weren't interested in me. And so I, you know, it, it affected my, my uh, self-image, you know, my, I was a little bit insecure as I grew up. And a couple of things to share with you. I remember as a teenager, uh, one evening, my, my, my friends and I um, tackled some difficult questions. Mm. Questions like, if God is real, why is there so much suffering? Why is there starvation? Why is there so much injustice and stuff happening around the world? And um, very difficult question, Sharon, to which we did not have the answers. And I remember uh, going off by myself after everybody was leaving, and I just looked up into the sky, and I said a simple little prayer, a simple little prayer from a child with faith, 
um, saying, God, I believe that if you are real and you made all of this, as I look up into the sky, then surely uh, you have the, the capability and the wherewithal to reveal the truth to me and to reveal yourself to me. And the reason why I share that, Sharon, is because that's been a quest of my life. When I look back, I realize that, um, you, you know, the, receiving the answer to that question mm, yeah. has been a quest of my life. Wow. And uh, he has answered. And a couple of things that, uh, uh, you know, I was that guy that wanted to be, do, and have more. And that led me ultimately to join in a network marketing business, the Amway business, Sharon. And at my first convention, I made two major decisions at that wow. uh, convention, which affected wow. my life today. Number one is I decided that I was going to have a deeper, more meaningful relationship with God. And then number two, I decided that I was going to invest in my personal growth and development. Wow. And those things have led me to start my own business. I'm an insurance agent. I own an independent insurance agency, Robin Lewis Insurance. And then it also led to me discovering my passion for, you know, and, and my purpose. Right. Uh, my purpose is to inspire and guide others to discover, develop, and live into their potential. Mm. And, um, and so I, I, through that, I do that by coaching and speaking and training. Um, and I'm married, Sharon. My wife, Edna, and I will celebrate 33 years of marriage uh, in August. And uh, we have a daughter, uh, Jillian, and a son-in-law, her husband, who we call our son, uh, uh, Eric. And um, yeah, I'm grateful to be here with you. Uh, very humble beginnings, uh, Sharon. Uh, my my uh, parents grew up in Jamaica. That's where I'm from. Very humble beginnings. And um, I'm grateful for the opportunity that they provided for me. Um, they, we came here to this country uh, 1979 to the U.S. And um, it's provided a great amount of opportunities. And so here I am with you. Um, the, the last thing that I would share is that all of that has, I, I, um, has led to where right now I am very excited about uh, the vision for my future, the just cause, if you will, Sharon. Mm -hmm. What I'm all about is building a world where people feel valued, where everybody feels valued and empowered to contribute. So that's what I'm all about. So thanks for, for allowing me to join you today. I'm glad to be here. Well, Robin, I could just say, tell everyone, see, I told you, that's leadership right there. You said it right there. You know what you've just reminded us, Robin, about humility and how important that is in our lives. And that I shared with someone this morning, you know, sometimes we see people, we just don't know what they've been through because we're seeing them in their manifested state. And so I'm so glad. I'm so lucky to have you here with me. Robin, so leadership, as you see, leadership is very important. Everything rise and fall with leadership. I myself, yes. I had to learn, you know, learn leadership principles. And so when we think about leadership, when we think about today's society, and we think about all these major happenings, and people need to know and figure out how do I lead myself now, moving forward to refocus. And then most importantly, if people are leading a team, I believe every leader who's got a team, I say before, and I'm always going to say that, this is the opportune time for a leader to really take this, these circumstances, right? 
what's happening worldwide and craft it in a way so much that they build a legacy with people because that's what leaders do. And even if you're a parent, a teacher, no matter what, as long as you're somebody else that comes into your presence, in my mind, you're a leader. And I always say, if you breathe, you're a leader, right? So Robin, so my question to you, and that's what this show is about, because I want that person to walk away saying, now I know, if they didn't know. And even if they knew, now I know a little more. So here comes my question, leadership. Why is leadership so important, Robin? Well, um, that's a big, I do buy into the concept that you share, Sharon, that everything rises and falls on leadership. Right. Um, there are a couple of things there, you know, where we can certainly talk about the times that we're in today and, 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 and discuss a little bit why leadership is so important today, for example. But re regardless of the situation, you and I have been around good leaders and we've been around bad leaders. And we know that bad leadership affects whatever that, that, that organization, whether it's a family or a business or a nonprofit or whatever it might be, right? Absolutely. Bad leadership then, you know, um, affects the performance of that organization. Whereas good leadership, um, you know, affects it too, but affects it in a positive way. So bad leadership in a negative way, good leadership in a positive way. But I think what is important for leadership is that you are, you are a, 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 there's a quote that says the first responsibility of a leader is to define reality. And I believe that is one of the important things for a leader to do, especially in, this, in the crisis that we find ourselves in today. Well, you tremendous difficulty, right? Um, you know, people losing their business, people losing their jobs, you know, major companies closing down. I mean, you know, every day we hear about a different company that's closing down, right? Absolutely. Or shutting down most of their operations. Um, and of course, you know, a, a significant amount of loss of life, right? Um, so it's, it's major stuff that we're going through. Well, a leader's job is to help people, for example, to understand that, you know, even though we're going through this crisis, um, it's not the end of the world. We are going to get through this, right? We have had crisis in the past. Uh, history has shown us. Right, and I know it's, there's been a lot of talk about the the, um, the Spanish flu uh, in 1918 to 1920, where 50 million people died. Wow. Right. So uh, the first responsibility of a leader is to define reality, and the reality is yes, we have difficulty right now. The reality is there is a lot of struggle, but the reality is also that what we know. From things like this is that during difficulties when we grow the most. Um, Albert Einstein says that in the middle of difficulty yes. lies opportunity. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's in the middle of the difficulty. So a leader helps to, um, to define that, to help people to understand the perspective of where we are. And um, so, and you know, there, you know, there, you've heard the saying, how we view things is how we do things. Yes, sir. So a leader helps people to understand the, a, 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 a proper perspective of things. Sharon, I don't know if you, I don't know if you agree with me, but I find, I, I was, I was surprised to find that there's so many people today that are filled with fear still. Yes. That some, I, somebody told me the other day that, that that they, they don't go outside. 
that they, that they fear that the world is coming to an end. Mm -hmm. So a leader's responsibility is to help people to understand where we are and where we're headed. And um, the, you know, the, the second responsibility of a leader is to help bring about positive change. Mm. It's about helping people to get control of their lives. As, as they start to have the right perspective, then we can, we're not hiding from the reality, right? The reality is we have the coronavirus facing us right now. Yeah. But with that in front of us, what can we do? Here are some things that we can do. And um, so I, I, I don't know if that's answering your question. Maybe you can give me some quick feedback because, so because we can go on from there. There's a lot of perspective that, that the, the leader can help people with. Let's face it. The, need, the reason, for, especially now for a leader, is because people need help. Yes. People need guidance. There's a lot of uncertainty. And somebody needs to help guide and show the way. Um, and uh, there's a quote by John Maxwell that I think of. It says, life is 10% what happens mm -hmm. and then 90% of how you react to it. Absolutely. And so... A leader helps people to understand that regardless of circumstances, we have control of ourselves. Yes. And starting with how we view things, we can then act and respond in a manner where we can take advantage and make the most of the difficulties that we find ourselves in. Wow. Woo. You just lifted my lid, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Robert. You just define leadership. You know, you, you, you did. And that's what I love. Is I'm just gleaning into you and I'm like, wow. So, you know, what, what I love about your stance, Robin, it's, it's coming from your heart. You talk about the defining a reality, which people today are so stuck at. And you talk about fears. I love how you wrap fears around this because people are experiencing fears and you want to you wanna just go and knock on the door and pull them out like our friend Chris Robinson would just knock on the door and say, come on, here, here comes confidence, right? To remind them that they are bigger and more and better. And then you know what I love what you talk about in the middle of the crisis? I mean, I mean like we, we say post-COVID now and you wonder if we're really post-COVID, right? Right. A lot of people, Robin, you touched it. You just put the cap right there on. It's in the middle of it. You and I, this program right now, are allowing people to walk through this, to understand it. And you just quote those great quotes. That, you know, I love quotes. You're touching my heart in different places. When you talk about quotes, but how we really view things is how we do things. What I remind, I was reminded of as you were thinking, I, I just thought about Napoleon Hill. He says, thought are things and things are thought. And if Napoleon Hill didn't say it enough, then James Allen says it, right? We are what we think. And we, go, we could go back to all kinds of materials. You know, another great book, you're probably looking at it too. You know, Man's Search for Meaning, that says just how we, everything. And today, it doesn't change 25 years from now, but what I know, Robin, you touched it. It's in the middle of the crisis that we find opportunity. What an opportunity yeah. I have to hear from you. So you have another yeah. thought? I saw some energy coming out of you <laughs> well no i mean you're i, I agree with, with, with what you're saying you know um I, if we look back at it this is what i would say sharon this is another perspective that we can help leaders can help others with mm -hmm. um you know 100 
100%, this is true, right? That if we look back at our lives, we will see that it is during the difficulties, it's during the difficult times of our life that we learn, and that we grow, that we get better and we get stronger. And so, you know, we should welcome it, it then. You know, that might sound a little bit like, oh, what do you mean, welcome, struggle? Well, if we understand that through the struggle, we're going to get better and we're going to get stronger, then yes. You know, um, yeah. And so, yeah, that's one I just wanted to add, add that, um, Sharon, because it's the truth. You know, when we look back, I, I can share difficulties. I won't get into that and bore you all with it because we all have our difficulties, right? We all have our challenges. But what I would encourage you to do to our listeners is to look at whatever struggle, what's a major struggle that you have been through? Mm. Just think about it. And then as you look at that, I would challenge you to, to also see that because of that, you grew stronger. Because of that, you got better. And uh, it made you better, it made you stronger. So that's what we have too, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's quite a challenge right there. And you know, it leads me to that next thought because people are hearing you, Robin, and I'm listening and I'm like, this guy is a genius, right? This is good. And I see why you lead so well, uh, Robin. And so when we think about this, so now there is a person out there who's listening to this, but they're still stuck. Maybe they have a team, a large team, maybe a small team, or maybe they do not have a team. But what we know as life is moving forward and we're refocusing, sometimes people are not clear what to do. And you and I, you know, motivation gets us going, but it's discipline that keeps it going. And I could tell you about some difficulties. I've had my share. I mean, I think God just looked down at me and said, girl, you've just been through so much. That's it. You had enough, right? But what but I know is that- I like about you, by the way, Sharon, let me just stop you for a moment, is that, yes, I know a little bit of your story. And what a tremendous story you have that can give people hope and encouragement and inspiration inspiration because yes you have your you have shown what i just talked about right through difficulty you have uh grown and got better and stronger and and uh, you know uh, making a tremendous difference now in this world and that's uh, a great example so thank I, you I, I don't know how much you have shared your story with your listeners but if you haven't you should and they should ask for you to do that by the way guys if you haven't you need to ask Sharon to tell you uh, her story. I see he's going to, that's what leaders do. Leaders us unravel, you know, they just take you out of your comfort zone and make you become creative, right? <laughs> but thank you, Robin, for that compliment. But I take, you know, I say to myself, to God be all the glory. You know, I, I cannot say that I've done this by myself. I can say, though, that in the, this book I've been writing that God surely put people in places because, you know, every time I have a vision, and, you know, I have choices, which is the next thing I'm going to ask you to talk about. Yeah. We have choices, right? And even yeah. when I think about my difficulties and what I've been through, I had two choices. I could fold up and say, oh, my God, I can't do this. The world's coming to an end. And now this other challenge, another one. And I could fold and I could quit. And we know winners never, never, never quit. And quitters never, never win. And so that's the motive behind even doing this conversation, Robin, is to provide a platform for that listener that I never had. And so the hope is that I could have somebody grow even the reach of our voices and the other voices 
that we've had on here. So it goes back to what do people do now, Robin? What, what do I do? I'm out there. I don't know what to do. Robin just got me all revved up and now I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Robin, I would like to ask you that question. And that's it. What should people do now in a time like this moving forward? What could they do? Yeah. Well, um, quite honestly, I think, and I don't, I'm not saying this to just flatter you, but um, I think you're a good example of that. Like mm. What you're doing right now is you're adding value to people, right? Um, and I think that's what we need to do. There are people out there that have, uh, you know, are going through some serious challenges, right? And um, the first thing that we can do as leaders is to, um, you know, put people first, wow. right? Um, and so that means safety, safety first. Uh, I, you, you and I know... <clears throat> we're 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 really proud of uh, um, John Maxwell team. For example, they they were going to have that conference where probably you and I were going to be there. Some three thousand yes. people are going to be there. And uh, before this all started, you know, before this all became where you know everybody was practicing the social distancing, they decided to um, to cancel that conference because they want to put people first. Um, and I think as leaders. Um, that's one of the things that we want to do. Right. To put, put people first, right, Sharon? Absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes that might mean making decisions that is not a is not a profitable decision, but it means that we're putting the people first. So that's the, the, the first thing that I would say is to as as leaders is to put people first. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you know um, I, I talked about it earlier where we're going to help people now with the proper have the proper perspective, yes. right? And so um, I think we want to make sure to be there with them, communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as leaders, we need to be in touch even more than maybe what we're used to doing so that we can help people to, you know, because this is a daily thing, something that I know for myself, my perspective is not just, you know, it's not just I decide that I'm going to have this proper perspective and then everything is, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know, fabulous, right? Um, in fact, it, it, you know, there are many a days where I have to really stop and talk to myself, where I have to stop and pray, oh, yeah. or I have to, or you know, you know what I mean? Uh, to adjust my um, my perspective, if you will. But I think it's uh, communicating, making sure that people understand that this too shall pass, that we're going to get through this, yeah. and then I think it's also encouraging them to uh, you know look for the opportunity so it's so so i won't bother go through what i shared already but the point there is help them to have them the right perspective right and then as we do so now um uh you know educate educate you know understand what's taking place um you know make the changes that need to be made um, we, Sharon, our world has changed, yeah. right? Here, you and I are, are doing this Zoom. I remember when you did this um, via uh, radio, right? Uh, it, it, was, it was internet radio, right? Yes. yes. Um, so um, this is just an example. And I know you are doing a lot of things now, too. You have your academy going, and right? There, there, things have changed. Absolutely. The way that school is going to be done or school is done has changed. Yes. Uh, we have people that, that 
you know, probably the, the, the job, the job, uh, uh, the work, workplace, um, you know, a lot more people are going to work from home, right? Online ordering, um, you know, just things have changed. Even the way we do church, Sharon, has changed. And so I think, I think what a leader needs to do is to help people to, to make change. You know, I, 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 I had a thought uh, earlier this week that the only way to new is through change. And so we have to change along with, you know, what's, what's happening. So that's a, something I think we, as leaders, we have to help people to do. And it's not new. You know, the, the, our, our world has evolved. Our lives have evolved. I remember, Sharon, when I, 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 I was, I told somebody, I'm not going to mess with email. I don't think I'm going to get involved with email. I mean, just think about that, right? Um, I have a friend of mine still today who insists that he's not going to have a cell phone. Just think about that, right? Um, but, you know, look at what cell phone has done for us, for example. Yes. I love my phone. I mean, this is a, a tremendous tool. We didn't have this tool before. Nope. Right. I, I know, you know, I'm here with my daughter and, and, and son-in-law. They laugh at me. I'm sure when I look at tech, when they look at me and how I use technology. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, we're still it's an, it's an adjustment that we make. Yeah. But as leaders, we have to make the adjustment. Absolutely. And then we have to help people to make the adjustment. Right. The last thing that I would say about that, Sharon, is, uh, you know, some, a quote from our, our leader, John Maxwell. He says, a leader knows the way. Yep goes the way and then shows the way so that's what we need to do it starts with ourselves first of all yes. it starts with really giving thought to making the you know the the, the changes that we need to make it it, it, it means knowing the way right and then it means going the way going so, the first person to lead is myself uh, and leadership is visual uh, people do what people see. So if I'm if I'm living it, then it's there for people to actually then see it and then follow it, right? Wow. But then I also, yeah, right. Yeah, and you know what, Robin, I I am listening to you, and you said it, you Robin. I watched you when I I watched you as I was growing in this leadership world. And what you're doing, and again, not to even just to, I just want to go back on those words that you said, you go the way, I saw you going the way. I watched you on stage once, I was like, he's good. <laughs> you know, he's good. So, you know, what it, and that's what you're, what you're saying. And you've just added so many components to leadership that there's, there can't be someone listening right now that didn't get it, because I got it. You added the components to it and you, you show the interconnection with all of that. You're saying a lot of what you say, the flexibility that lies within the leader. And I love how you, you use the analogy of technology because at some point there were a lot of people who wouldn't touch it. But when you use, you, you'd show us that big crossover. So leader, if you were even was leading or was not leading, it's almost like you're forced to lead. Yeah. And I think that's how the creativity comes now from this person who never led and now will have to lead. And what you've just taught us that they, leadership is not one-stop shopping. That's what I'm hearing from you, right? You're yeah. saying that leadership has parts. It's like a puzzle. But as you start to put the parts together, you talk about flexibility, you talk about change, you talk about educate, you talk about what going the way. So if that person, whoever's listening right now, you will realize that, you can't just get up and be that microwave leader. You can't press that button and voila, we've got a leader, right? 
you have to practice those parts. So that's what you're yeah. saying. I love it. Thank you for that. You just yeah. my head spin, but that's, yeah. um, I learned that the hard way. You know, that's uh, one of the things. One, one of the reasons why I uh, got connected with John Maxwell is because you know um, I was not a good leader. You know, I was a, a really good insurance agent, um, but as I started my own company and started you know adding people to my team and you know hiring people and so on. Uh, it didn't take very long for me to re realize that I had no clue about leadership. And um, so it's been a process for me also. I still have a long way to go, but I've come a long way in terms of leadership. Um, but yes, I, I think you're, what you said is right on. And it's a good ad because, uh, you know, sometimes we think mm -hmm. that, you know, leadership is position. You know, I've got this position, I'm now a leader. Um, but yeah, no, that's, you know, leaders are, not made in a day, but daily, as John says, right? It is, a, it is a process. Right, absolutely. I love how you wrap that. You know, I had an opportunity this week to uh, did a lunch and learn with about 40 leaders. Matter of fact, two different lunch and learn, one with about 40 leaders, another with 57 leaders. And it, when we look at the, the, the variations of where these leaders come from, it comes right back to leadership is everything. You just mm -hmm. said all of that, you know, it doesn't happen in a day. And I love how you add that part to make me think it happens daily. What a great way to think about our titles because there are going to be people right now finding new jobs and was in a position they no longer have. So you talk about a chain. We won't go back to that. But I want to just go to another question because you hit something that hits me hard about the title. And I shared in one of those lunch and learns early this week that we've got these great titles. They were all executives, but they have all these great titles. And it's not the title. You've been given a title. A title is a position. What's most important I have learned and have practiced and still learning is, is the disposition of the leader. That really makes it. And so leaders do things or they use resources i'm gonna ask you because i know i've been just watching you i've got my eye on you of what a leader looks like and i've just watched how you uh portray that of a leader so what are some things robin that maybe it's a resource maybe it's a bible verse being a christian woman i find and i'm, I'm forcing myself through philippians and, and i'm just going through it last night and and I came across that, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But of course, that leader's believability where Paul had such a passion that it didn't matter what happened to him. He's so focused on his mission, he understood his passion. And as a result, he could go through regardless of the circumstances. Let's go back to today's circumstances. What are you using? Or maybe you can recommend, could it be a scripture, maybe a book, maybe you've, you've I don't know if there are many, any more quotes left in you, but what can people take from this that you can share with them that can help them along the way? That's a great question. Um, you know, there are uh, several things. I mean, first of all, I would encourage people um, to plug into, you know, what you're doing. You know, podcasts, um, you know, there's so much like that out there now that's available, like what, what, like what you're doing, Sharon. Um, certainly the John Maxwell podcast comes to mind, great podcast that I listen to that I get great um, direction and guidance from. Um, some scriptures, you know, one of uh, the scriptures that I find that it's really been very helpful to me is a proverb, Proverbs 4.23. Mm. He says, uh, above all else, guard your heart, Ooh. 
because it's the source of true life. Mm. And it, it, one version says, above all else, guard your thoughts. You kind of alluded to it earlier, but um, we talked about perspective. We talked about how you view things, how you do things. The, the, the point there is that we all have a story. We all have a perspective. And we have to guard that because from that perspective mm. comes our actions, which then determine our results. And so this, this scripture actually says, guard your heart because that's what actually creates your life. It's a powerful scripture. Um, the other one I would share is a scripture. It was actually a favorite of my mom's and it's become a favorite of mine. And um, uh, she actually lived this out for me to see. It's Proverbs 3. Um, I think it's 5 through 7. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Woo! Lean not on your own understanding. Yeah. All your ways acknowledge him. Mm -hmm. and, uh, he will direct your path. And, and Sharon, I, if, I, if I have a minute, do I have a minute? Yes, you have a lot. <laughs> I just, just want to share with you, sort of the end, I mentioned to, to you and, and our listeners the, the quest of my life that it stemmed from that simple prayer that I had as a, as a teenager. Mm -hmm. But what I can tell you is that God has answered that prayer and he continues to answer that prayer, right? Um, and I continue to seek. Um, and, um, you know, I remember I was sharing that teenage, that teenage story with a friend of mine in my living room one day, not too long ago. And as I was sharing it with them, um, I, I, I remembered an excerpt from a book. And all of a sudden, it hit me that, that God was still answering my prayer. So some 35 plus years later. And amen, and, amen. And Sharon, I have to share the excerpt with you and your listeners for you to understand that. Because, you know, see if I can remember it. It goes something like this. Sometimes I would like to ask God why he allows poverty, suffering, and injustice when he could do something about it. Ooh. Well, why don't you ask him? Because I'm afraid that he would ask me the same question. Oh, ah. And, and Sharon, I, I realize, you know, you talk about quotes and you talk about books and, and scripture and, um, you know, God is trustworthy. And, yeah. I believe, and, I, and I believe that he has, he has called us and equipped us. And he's expecting us to step up to the plate and as leaders to affect positive change in this world, to make things better. And I, so I believe that as we trust, it's, it's, we're working with God. God is working with and through us. I just wanted to share that because that is a major part of who I am. And um, Sharon, you mentioned Napoleon Hill, uh, Think and Grow Rich is a tremendous book that has changed my life. Um, the As a Man Thinketh by James Allen is another one that I would um, that I would share. You know, we could talk about several, but th these are a few that you know have really marked my life. Yeah. And of course, of course, we, we mentioned scripture, um, but you know, the Bible is clearly um, where a lot of uh, guidance and wisdom, true true wisdom and knowledge comes from. Wow, Robin, you've just wrapped it all up just like that. What a wonderful way to end it. You know what? When I go back, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go back. And I love it. 
gosh, I won't even touch it again. It was so good. But Robin, thank you. I want people, because someone may be out there want to know more about you. Maybe those words that you've shared today, and this is my prayer here, that everything that we have shared would just fall in the hearts of people. And they will come to know God themselves and realize that us, while we're out there, we're running businesses, running shows like this, but that we want them to see beyond us. Yeah. Because it's not us. It's what we're called to do. And you said it, right? And I love the quote, a friend of mine would always say, God doesn't, he doesn't choose the ones who are qualified, right? He qualifies the ones that are called. And yeah. what a time like this for us to just share with people that you may be very well be called right now. And if you just listen to the words of Robin, you heard it. Replay, 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 and ask yourself, could I be that next leader to change the lives of people? Robin, where can they find you? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, we, well, you can you can go to uh, our website, uh, robinlewisteam.com, robinlewisteam.com. We can connect there. Um, and uh, yeah, we, there, uh, once you go there, there are other ways that you can find there that we can connect to. Awesome, folks. And of course, you know, my name is Sharon Johnson. I'm your host of The Conversation with Leaders. I'm right there at cumtivate.com or just drsharonjohnson.net. The online university is at uh, Cumtivate Online University at Teachable. And just, I want to know more about you. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know where you're heading. And Robin, sir, I just thank you. Thank you for this moment of exhilaration for just adding so much value to me, even right here, Robin, lifting my lid so much in leadership. This learning moment will never be forgotten. And I just want to just thank you for that, for spending your time. You could have been somewhere else, but you've decided to share it with us. And so for that, I say thank you, sir. So for those again, thank you for hanging out with us. Stay beautiful, stay fabulous, and stay motivated. Goodbye. Thank you.